The following contest is scheduled for one fall. Please welcome Mr. Fritz. Where are my peeps at? Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 13 of the Fretzelmania podcast, Perfect Education. I am Mr. Fretz. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Fretzelmania. That's F-R-E-T-Z-L-E Mania. This podcast can be heard on Wrestle Addict Radio, The Cure, for the common wrestling podcast across all listening platforms from Amazon Music to Zune and anything else that would start with the letter Z. Follow us on our $5 a month Patreon. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And my lord, what a Royal Rumble we had. I'll be reviewing that and a Monday Night Raw from February 2001. And both of them feature Edge and Christian, funnily enough. So glad to see my boy Christian make his return at the Royal Rumble. And Carlito, too. That was a fun pay-per-view. And uh, without further ado, here we go. Royal Rumble 2021, live from the Thunderdome. My goodness, like, what a show we had here. We had some peaks, we had some valleys, but it was a good time overall. Starting off on the pre-show for the Women's Tag Team Championship, we have Charlotte and Asuka defending against former champions Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. And throughout the pretty decent match... We had the unfortunate continuation of the feud between Charlotte and Lacey Evans over the alleged relationship that Rick is having with Lacey. And I'm getting big time Al Wilson, Don Marie vibes. And at the same time, as you'll hear on the retro side of this show, uh, 2001 vibes with um, Vince McMahon and Trish Stratus having a bit of an, uh, of an affair here, so... Yeah, we're still going with this. I hope this feud wraps up before WrestleMania because I don't want to see Charlotte and Lacey at Mania. No offense to them. They're both great workers, but that feud has, like, fast lane vibes, at least to me. And having the Raw Women's Champion, Asuka, treated as an afterthought in this feud is... <sighs> it sucks, dude. It sucks. I hope... Hey, Charlotte and Asuka at WrestleMania again. I'd be up for that. They put on a banger a few years ago. Why not? Uh, Ric Flair caused the distraction, handed Lacey Evans uh, an illegal object. It looks like brass knuckles or something. And hit Charlotte right in the face just as she was bridging up for the figure eight. And Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler are the two-time women's tag team champions joining... Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross from the Two Timers Club, and I think Bailey and Sasha—I think they're two-time champions. Uh, don't quote me on that; I might be wrong. Knowing me, I probably am. And opening the show, we have Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg for the WWE Championship. Oh my gosh! I had a 
thought in the back of my head that Goldberg was actually going to win. Although I picked Drew, if you listened to the podcast last week, I did pick Drew. And um, I actually bet a co-worker that Drew McIntyre would win because he thought Goldberg, you know, at 54, I mean, he still, he still got it. But I said, no, nah, I, mean, I went with the Vegas odds here. And I'm like, no, I think they're setting up Drew for something special at WrestleMania. And I thought Goldberg too, although his opponent, my opponent that I originally picked for him, John Cena, will be filming a series in Vancouver and won't be able to make the trip to, to Tampa. So this match is exactly what we all thought it would be. Quick and to the point. McIntyre right away spears Goldberg and Goldberg returns the favor with the spear on the outside through the barricade. And that's even before the bell rang officially. And Drew is selling the ribs. He's he's hurt. He's been, you know, weakened just a little bit. But he's like, ring the damn bell. And then boom, another spear right away. Bunch of power moves are exchanged. Goldberg hits another spear and then hits the jackhammer for a near fall. And he landed the jackhammer very well and proper this time, not like the side suplex that we got on The Fiend last year. McIntyre immediately, he rose up, dodged the spear, couple Claymore kicks later, and Drew retained. And you can tell Goldberg was just a little bit knackered, a little bit gassed here. And, uh... Drew couldn't help but kind of laugh a little bit. Like, he would have said, like, ah, oh, I'm effed. <laughs> you know, like like Bulldog said to Brett, although not effed in the way that Bulldog was at SummerSlam 92. God rest his soul. Next match here, Sasha Banks and Carmella over the SmackDown Women's Championship. And this feud, I think, get petered out over the last few weeks. And this match was added for... You know, to fill time at the Royal Rumble. I'm okay with that. Sasha and Carmella are both fantastic workers in their own right. And I am starting to get a kick now out of Carmella's uh, sommelier, Reginald. You know, he's a former Cirque du Soleil uh, performer. And you, you can tell some of his choreographed flips. Y- you can tell what he used to do for a living. Him and Sasha put on an intergender match on SmackDown just before this, or the week or a week or two ago, and it was pretty darn good. And he, Reggie, got involved here once again. He was ejected, although it didn't look like he did too much to even get ejected. It was kind of funny, but without Reggie, Mella held her own, even locking in the. Uh, the old code of silence, a submission finisher we haven't seen in quite some time. So all power to her there. That was fantastic. You know, people criticize Mela a lot, un- unjustly, unfairly, in my opinion. She she can go in the ring. You know, she's still young. She could still get a little bit more seasoning here and there, but it was great. You know, a bank statement for a tap out and and Sasha retains here. Next up here we had the women's Royal Rumble match that had a few surprises, some NXT t- stars, some current stars and uh some hilarious 
hilarious <laughs> moments here. Billy Kay. My goodness, Billy Kay is an absolute joy. Her comedic angle of looking for a partner, it, it played out perfectly. You know, every couple of entrants, she would come out and try to be, um, she would try to be a, a, a partner with Shotzi Blackheart, but Shotzi shot her with a tank. Shayna just said nope. Tony just blew her off. And then out comes Jillian Hall. <laughs> oh, man. She was just missing that mole on her face, but then I remember the boogeyman ate it. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, Jillian Hall, former member of the cabinet, former uh, <laughs> American Idol reject, if you will. Her, her bad singing gimmick was so funny. It was so, so good to see her. Thank you very much, Cold Brew Coffee, for <clears throat> helping me out here. Yes, then the Women's Royal Rumble entrance here. I'll just give you the entrance. I won't give you, like, you know, who eliminated who because, well, quite frankly, that would take a long time. And this site that I'm using, SportingNews.com, doesn't really get into much detail. Bailey and the returning Naomi start off the Rumble here and have a great little match. Bianca Belair... Then Billy Kay, Shotzi Blackheart, Shayna Baszler, Tony Storm, Jillian Hall, Ruby Riot, Victoria making a surprising appearance here. Still looking absolutely fantastic. Peyton Royce. Man, we should have had more from the Iconics. I think they started to do the pose and then something happened. Uh, Santana Garrett, who allegedly would have been replacing uh, Mia Yim, who tested positive for COVID. Get well soon, Mia. Uh, Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair, Dana Brooke, Tori Wilson, once again, making an appearance here. And Tori Wilson still looks absolutely stunning. Lacey Evans, Mickey James making another return here. Nikki Cross, Alicia Fox. Yes, oh, Foxy Baby come out here. And then, this is when, for some reason, the 24-7 division got involved here. Alicia Fox got eliminated and pinned our truth to win the 24-7 title or won it in the middle of the match. I can't remember exactly what happened. Dakota Kai, Carmella, Tamina, Lana, another return here, Alexa Bliss, Ember Moon, Nia Jax, and Natalya. As I said, I'm not going to go through every bit spot here, but my goodness, Bailey, Bianca, Naomi, they all had standout performances here. Bianca Belair eventually Winning the Royal Rumble, which was a surprising pick, well-deserved pick, and ah, I was just so happy for all people who are big fans of her, like Philium. Shout out to you, Phil. Hope you're doing well, buddy. And man, it was a great showing by all the ladies here. They did, they all did very, very well. It was fun to see Lana get a little bit of revenge on the ladies that have been bullying her for the past several months, Shayna and Nia, great to see that feud pay off a little bit. And on Monday Night Raw this past week, Lana found a new tag team partner in Naomi, and they are now the number one contenders to the tag titles. So maybe we'll see Lana continue to get the upper hand on her bullies. And it's kind of ironic to see... <laughs> Nia Jax on the opposite side of that because at WrestleMania, I think it had to be 34, she was the number one contender to Alexa Bliss 
for the Raw Women's Championship, and that end up being like a bullying, anti-bullying, anti-fat shaming kind of gimmick here. So the shoe's on the other foot here, and it's kind of funny, kind of ironic. It's like rain. No, stop it. I'm not singing Alanis Morissette again. Alexa Bliss attempted to transform into Sister Abigail in the middle of this match. However, to quote someone on Twitter, I forget who said this, and if you're hearing this, please hit me up so I can give you a proper shout-out. Yeah, Rhea Ripley has seen enough Dragon Ball Z to know exactly what's about to go down here. So you see the lights start to flicker, you hear the... And Alexa just giving that evil look. And starting to like just to climb up on the ropes to stand up, and then Rhea just right out of the ring. Yeah, no, uh, because all the ladies ganged up on Alexa, you pissed her off, you let the fiend in, you let him in, and then it's like, Anna, we ain't dealing with this shit. Out you go, you're <laughs> you're done. And a lot of people really they used the B word for it, burial. And in no way is that a burial. That is smart booking. Although you might pay for it later on, deal with the threat now, get her out, and it's over. Uh, the last two ladies in the ring were people that I think are the future of the women's division in WWE. Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, just a barrage of finisher attempts and elimination attempts and there was a spot where they were both sitting on the apron uh trying to eliminate each other a lot of people are sharing this picture of what could be a a win for Rhea ripley maybe this is big show rock from 2000 again by the way big show won that Royal rumble the rock was robbed and i'm gonna wait to see where they where they go with this i hope it's it's nothing because it looks like bianca both of Bianca's feet are on the floor. Although I think it's the camera angle. If you go from a different camera angle, they're not there. So, anyways, Bianca Belair lasting almost an hour in the Women's Royal Rumble, winning the whole darn thing. And big props to Bianca. I hope she wins the title at WrestleMania. I hope we're getting Bianca versus Sasha Banks because... For the promos alone, that's going to steal the show. Both of these ladies are fantastic workers. I got to see the tail end of of Bianca's special on the network. I didn't see the whole thing because well, I was watching the Yokozuna one before the Royal Rumble. And oh my gosh, is that one good? That one's a hard watch too. It's a, it's a tearjerker. It's pretty emotional. And on to the next match. Speaking of emotional, well, not really, but Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens in a last man standing match for the Universal Championship. And these two have amazing chemistry. It is undeniable. They put on a street fight at Rumble 2017, 2018, something like that. They had a title match before and the shoe is on the other foot with Roman Reigns now playing the heel, the head of the table, if you will. Just a barn burner of plunder and 
unintentional comedy with Roman Reigns just plowing through with a golf cart and running Kevin Owens over. I guess someone here was a big fan of the hardcore title match from WrestleMania X7, one of my favorite matches of all time, to this day. And it looked, there was a couple spots here where it could have been a botch or or something, but Kevin Owens, I mean, no, Roman Reigns was handcuffed to the bar- one of the barricades setting up the stage. However, the handcuffs was really down low, so Roman couldn't get to his feet. So Paul comes in with a key, but he's taking his sweet time. He's panicking a little bit, and the ref is counting. We're like, we're at eight. Like, oh my gosh, Kevin Owens is about to win, but bop, no. Roman grabs the ref and throws him into the wall. Poor ref hits the back of his head off of a set on the stage. And then another ref comes in, starts to count, stops counting because it's obvious that it's taking a while for these handcuffs to come off. And eventually Roman Reigns chokes out Kevin Owens and retains couple of wacky spots here there was a swanton off the top of a bloody forklift through some tables kevin owens you crazy (laughs) you crazy but my goodness just he really knows how to turn it on in the ring and has an uncanny ability to make anything captivating he's crazy like he hit a pop-up powerbomb off the top of a table, through a frog splash. And then, as I said, he set up that forklift and hits a swanton bomb. Reigns speared Owens through the electronic stage display, but it was setting up on a platform. Owens was down, but by like nine, he was able to roll off and just go right back off the stage onto his feet. There's a stunner, and that's the, that's the spot where Roman Reigns got handcuffed to the lighting fixture and... This match was amazing. It's my match of the night. I already put that on my 2021 match of the year list. That already has almost 10 matches on it. And we just finished January. Absolutely crazy. This match was so damn good. In the main event, we have the men's Royal Rumble match. Oh, I forgot somewhere in here, some rapper named Bad Bunny performed... Uh, I immediately left the room because it was it was terrible. No offense to those who like Bad Bunny. That's it's not my cup of tea, man. I no. Uh-uh. Although it's funny, the song's called Booker T, and Booker T was out in full GI Bro attire, and he just stood there looking menacing, looking shredded, while this guy rapped about Booker T. I didn't understand a word he was saying. I think he was rapping in Spanish. Uh, those who like Bad Bunny, please um, let me know what what that deal is. Because this is not the last time we saw Bad Bunny. He'd get involved in the Royal Rumble match here. Speaking of which, we have Edge and Randy Orton starting off at number one and two. We found that out on backstage for some reason. I... We'll never understand why they did that. I love the element of surprise when it comes in the Rumble. And there was a couple spots here where, yeah, I was definitely surprised. Edge and Orton rekindle 
their old feud and just pick up right where they left off after Backlash last year where Edge tore his tricep. Sami Zayn, Mustafa Ali, Jeff Hardy, Dolph Ziggler, Shinsuke Nakamura, a returning Carlito, that's cool, Xavier Woods, Big E, John Morrison, Ricochet, who lost a qualifying match on Raw and is still here. So did Woods, but I guess the absence of Keith Lee, because Mia Yim tested positive, had something to do with it here. Although, uh, Adam Pearce didn't say you were qualified or not. He said you got to prove yourself. So, that's something. Elias. Damian Priest, who has been called up to the main roster last night, he wrestled, well, the next person who was presented here, The Miz, who immediately trashed Bad Bunny's turntable set. And for a second there, I actually liked The Miz. <laughs> Impossible. Then Bad Bunny caused the distraction here and allowed Damian Priest to eliminate both The Miz and John Morrison. Matt Riddle got in, then Daniel Bryan, and then, hey, that's gotta be Kane. We saw a brief Team Hell No reunion. We saw a little bit of hugging it out. King Corbin, Otis, Dominic Mysterio, Bobby Lashley, stand back. There's a hurricane coming through. Hurricane, once again, trying the double choke slam spot in the Rumble that has failed him miserably in the past, including the time he tried to double choke slam Triple H and Steve Austin, who yeets him out of the ring in 2002. And in 2021, he tries to double choke slam Big E and Bobby Lashley. Yeet out of the ring you go. Number 24. Oh, my boy. One of my faves ever. Christian makes his return after, what, five or six years of not being in the ring. AJ Styles, Rey Mysterio, Sheamus and Cesaro, and then Seth Rollins, Braun Strowman to finish off here. We had a funny spot with... <laughs> um, almost was uh, eliminating people left and right for AJ Styles, but it's no disqualification. I, I don't get it. I don't know why. There's a spot I totally forgot from the Women's Royal Rumble uh, that I just remembered now I had to include was the sommelier, Reggie, catching Carmella as she got out of the ring and was going to carry her back in, but Tamina Snuka super kicked him, drops Carmella, so that's how Carmella got eliminated. And where was Otis during Mandy Rose's elimination, by the way? Is that fallen by the wayside? Are they not a thing anymore? Yeah, th this men's match was absolutely fun. It was so cool to see Carlito back. That's cool. And Carlito is shredded. Looking very, very good. Uh, we saw a little bit of a New Day reunion with Big E and Xavier Woods. And backstage with Kofi Kingston, who's still not medically cleared. But he's there hanging out. So maybe we get New Day versus Retribution. In the future, we get Kofi Kingston versus Mustafa Ali. Like, the writing's on the wall. You're bringing up Kofi Mania, and you have that at WrestleMania, that match? Yep. Yes, please. I'm I'm all for that. Edge and Christian having a little reunion in the ring. Having a hug. If you didn't get emotional, then I, I feel sorry for you. There's no soul in your body. 
is that uh, that took me back. And I'm going to a match with Edge and Christian in the other half of this show. That's the fun part. So Edge outlasts everyone. And we think he has won. But wait, Randy Orton got taken out earlier in the Rumble match after an execution through a table. Randy Orton is selling some injuries. He goes back to the back room for a nap thinking we're going to get the Roman Reigns from 2016 finish. Ah, here we go. Edge, he has eliminated... Who was the last person? Seth Rollins, I think. He eliminated Seth or AJ. Then like, he's won the World Rumble, and I'm like, no, you idiot. Randy Orton's still there. RKO. Elimination. Reversal. Edge. Lasting 50, what, 57 minutes. And winning the 2021 Royal Rumble. A decade after announcing his retirement due to neck neck surgery and neck problems and spinal stenosis, he wins the Rumble. 11 years after he won it in 2010. Big full circle moment. Nate, take a big shot. My goodness, what a showing. And in the, what, three or four matches that Edge has had since he came back. Last man standing match. 40-something minutes. The greatest match ever, quote-unquote, at Backlash with Randy. 45 minutes. Royal Rumble 2021, 57 minutes. Edge is an Iron Man. He is a wrestling god. Suck it, JBL. And the reunion of Edge and Christian was was so fun. Carlito coming back and backstabbing everybody. That was great. He tagged with Jeff Hardy last night on Raw to defeat Elias and Jackson Riker. So he's already cool again in my book. Damian Priest getting called up to Raw, I hope does very well because that man has some potential. We didn't see a Miz cash in. However, I see it happening at WrestleMania. The return of Seth Rollins was was really cool. And... Yeah, here we go. A great Royal Rumble, a great pay-per-view. We're on the road to WrestleMania. We're on the road to Fretzelmania because someday, maybe at like WrestleMania 40, you're going to see Mr. Fretz in the audience. That's it for this half of the show. Tune in after the break will be Monday Night Raw from February 2001. Stay tuned. I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. <laughs> yes. Be cool and listen to Wrestle Addict Radio. Hi, everybody. Mr. Fretz here. Welcome back to episode 13 of the Fretzelmania podcast, Perfect Education. This part of the show is brought to you by Wrestle Addict Radio's Patreon. Only five bucks a month gets you exclusive shows such as the 20 bell salute my monthly 20 year look back on pop culture and wrestling fretz's fave five when i'm able to you get my fave five insert topic here look out for one this coming sunday or tomorrow when you're hearing this so before the super bowl why not listen to fretz's fave five you also get the secret files with mr ylp of the Young Lions perspective. Zach, you get Watch the Throne, Ring Shape, and Patreons, you get 15% off of our merch 
on Teespring. Speaking of merch, teespring.com. Search for WrestleLotic Radio. Where you get t-shirts, hoodies, face masks, coffee mugs, tapestries, all that and so much more from all of us on WrestleLotic Radio. The Fretzelmania Collection, the YLP Collection, the Delight Show Collection, and the KOTR Collection where you get individual merch from Willie T, the Queen Bee themselves, DK Murphy, and of course, our King, King Ricky Rosé. So, join us at Russell Attic Radio. Buy our merch. Subscribe to our Patreon. Tell all your friends that we are the cure for the Common Wrestling Podcast. Meanwhile, in 2001, Mr. Fretz is two months away from turning 17 years old. That's right, folks. I am WrestleMania years old. We have a loaded Monday Night Raw from February 5th, 2001 from Bad Street, Atlanta, GA. The baddest street in the whole USA, except that the Freebirds were not at this show, although Michael P.S. Hayes was more than likely backstage. Implications for No Way Out at the end of February are on the line here. You will get my 20-ball salute with a review of No Way Out on the 28th. So be on the lookout for that on Patreon. Patreon only. Five bucks a month. Why not join us? Atlanta, GA, the Georgia Dome, is the site of Monday Night Raw. We have The Rock. We have Kurt Angle, Kyantai, taking on Edge and Christian. The Dudley Boys versus Kane and The Undertaker for the Tag Team Championship. And will Triple H and Steve Austin get along to be tag team partners tonight? Well, you're just going to have to wait and see. The Rock starts off Raw tonight and challenges Triple H to a match and says that Triple H, you don't have a set of nuts to not come out here without that hood rat trick of a wife. You hear my time, but that's not Triple H's theme anymore. He comes out to the game by Motorhead, but it's Stephanie and, well, for lack of better terms, a bit nipply in Atlanta, ain't it? Um, right away, she gets the slut chance and asks The Rock, who do you think you are? And then The Rock is continuing to egg her on, saying that, uh, do you have the balls to something, something? And The Rock's like, you of all people shouldn't be talking about balls because you have had more balls, more balls thrown at you than Chipper Jones at batting practice. Ooh, wow. <laughs> that was harsh. Out comes the game. Oh, finally you're sticking up for your wife now. It's like, I've uh, been kicking your ass since you got here, Rock. Uh, you, uh, I have uh, no equal. I earned my way by banging the boss's daughter. And like, oh, you want a match? Uh, it's on. Uh, Kurt Angle comes out and says that, 
Neither of you can beat me. Neither of you are worthy to face me for the WWE Championship. So, at WrestleMania, I have Stone Cold Steve Austin. And says to the crowd, uh, Even the 3% of you who don't have an education know this. And then Kurt Angle says, Whoop, there it is. I don't see Mabel and Mo anywhere, do you? Where's Ben on a mission? Where? Where? Sydney Sumowitz's favorite tag team, Men on a Mission, where are you? No? Oh, out comes Vince. Asshole. Asshole. Hey, you be nice, or you won't get an XFL team. Ooh. And then The Rock's like, hey, 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 hey. I'll take an XFL football, shine it up real nice. You know where this is going to go. Uh, Angle, being a bit of a suck-up to... To Vince McMahon here kissing his ass and then we get a match that has no way out implications written all over because Kurt Angle and The Rock are facing Triple H and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, the Rock is motioning here that yeah I'm going to be the champ someday so look out for it. Um, Finaki took a concerto for Farouk on Smackdown so we are <laughs> we're doing a match here we see the edge and christian doing the bad japanese dubbing like kaintai uh it was so good and then it's like your japanese is an abomination you just said you were going to have sexual relations with a camel and we don't reek of awesomeness we reek of evil Indeed. Ah, this Kai and Ty. This gimmick might be a little insensitive in 2021 eyes, but the bad anime dubbing was ah, just so damn funny to me. Edging Christian here. <laughs> Full circle, mate. Take another shot. Don't don't drive home now. And um, yeah. Edging Christian in a match on Raw in 2001. 20 years later. Randy Orton has a match with Edge on Monday Night Raw. We see a spot here where Edge and Christian do the double gas pedal on Funaki's junk. All of this is missing as Petey Williams doing Oh Canada some six years later. Or four years later. Holy crap. <laughs> that soon. We see Takamichinoku hit the Mo Michinoku driver. Funaki is speared. And then we see the stackplex. The electric chair superplex finisher that edge and christian rarely won matches with but they won this one match with which was really cool to see and then of course full circle again take another shot royal rumble 2021 the reunion and that is just when kazoo music would have been so appropriate here uh jan the makeup lady and steph are talking backstage and I found this earring in the hotel. And it's, like, it's something to do. Uh, it's supposed to be my mom's earring, but it's not. And they're like, uh, it's not my mom's earring. It's Trish's. And she's out to prove that uh, Trish was plowing Vince. And you see in the back, you can just see William Regal poke his head out and just give the horrified look that only William Regal... <laughs> can pull off his son just got signed by nxt by the way so all power to uh young mr matthews here uh the cat 
knocks on the APA's door. Which is perfect because it's a door sitting in the middle of a hallway and you always go to the door and knock. You don't go around and cut through the the fourth wall here. You get there. And she's out to start a new campaign, to start a new stable in the WWE. The right to nudity. It's like, how are you going to pay us? It's like, you know, you can pay us in beer, pay us in cigars. No. She pays them in tits. She flashes them, and it's like, uh, all right, you got your protection, blah, blah, blah. Ah, okay. Um, huh. The right to nudity versus the right to censor. Oh, we're going there. Yeah, no way out. We're going there. We're soon... We're soon going to be rid of Jerry Lawler for six months, so that's a good thing. The Dudley Boys versus the Brothers of Destruction, Kane and The Undertaker for the Tag Team Championship. Backstage, before the match, Molly Holly is waiting for Tori and is like you know how much I weigh Michael Cole I weigh 275 pounds so Crash and Hardcore both weigh allegedly over 400 pounds and then Molly's over 275 yeah there's almost half a ton between the Holly cousins <laughs> that was that, that was just a really fun moment there with Molly uh, Undertaker and Kane here yeah they have old school taker goes for that and surprisingly the Dudley boys land a was up headbutt to taker i thought for sure that taker was like gonna do a sit-up spot and grab devon by the by the head or by the throat or something just before he would connect with uh taker's nuts but no and the Dudley boys we think we're gonna go for a 3d here but they hit a double flapjack on Kane, or as my best friend at the time, Andrew uh, Wakely, if you're hearing this right now, I'm going to send this to you, actually, who he lovingly called Stain, the Big Red Streak. Kane, the Big Red Machine. Ah, Wakely, you're a, you're a funny man. <laughs> Hope you're doing well, buddy. I love you. We see a 3D. Nope. Running DDT reversal. A choke slam. Then Edge and Christian get involved here and fail to land a concerto. And then all of a sudden, there's a ref bump. Concerto fail. The ref rings a bell. We get a DQ finish there. What's up with that? Vince is on the phone. He's uh, having a booty call here. Uh, Vince McMahon, you know, who booked the Austin Triple H versus Angle and Rock, is like, oh, uh, uh, Austin, um, uh, yeah, yeah, um. About the match. What about the match, Vince? I love it. Just gives him a big, gives him a big pat on the back. He's like, you think you're trying to screw me? Nah, you're trying to screw someone else. Oh, then we see, oh, here, the, like, wait, Sables? Oh, wait, it's the cat. Never mind. Um, She was in the middle of a lawsuit with WWE at the time. So the cat comes out to the ring with the APA by her side. And all of a sudden, the uh, right to censor. We have this. And then she's just like, I want to form the right to nudity. Uh, clothes are the worst. Uh, I want to be able to walk the streets naked. And King, of course, is uh, having an audio orgasm right now. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> That's his wife in the ring there, by the way. Anyways, it's like, blah, 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 right to nudity. And then Steve is just like, you 
are nothing more than a he's stuttering he doesn't he doesn't want to say it because he's a he's a proper um quote unquote bible thumping censoring man and of course you heard this christian cuss a couple of times um anyways like you're a slut and then cat plants a huge kiss on Stephen Richards. That's how you get a kiss? I think I'm gonna no, no, never mind. Never mind. No, I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna go there. And he turns around, boom, right into a clothesline from hell. And just as we're gonna see uh, the cat get her boobs out again on pay-per-view, Armageddon 1999, Ivory comes up with the buzz kill. And then Molly uh and Raven. You know, Raven's kind of hitting on Molly here or playing head games with her. Anyways, the um, the ninja, Tori Wilson in the ninja outfit, comes out and jumps Molly, jumps in the car with Raven, and away they go. And Vince is demonstrating um, how to do a snap or something in football. And you know what's implied here. I mean... Ric Flair and Lacey Evans did this. Uh, Trish and Triple H did this. You know what's implied here. Al Snow interrupts here, of all people, to um, interrupt uh, a mom a tender moment here is Al Snow, and he interrupts talking about Mick Foley, and then he's just like, "I'm gonna book you, Al Snow. I'm gonna book you in a match." Doesn't say who, but. We're there. Molly and Tori have that brawl. Raven gets involved. Away they go. Now we have Too Cool versus the New Islanders or the New New Head Shrinkers, Rikishi and Haku. Full circle moment again. Take another shot, Nate. And we see the former member of Too Cool going up against their former friends, you know. But instead of You Look Fly Today, we hear Turn It Up, which I totally forgot existed as Too Cool's theme, not just Scotty Too Hottie's theme. And tonight, Monday Night Raw is brought to you by Weeder Sports Nutrition, We're Not Ico Pro, by Burger King, and the sponsor of WrestleMania X7, Snickers Cruncher. Crunch this! Uh, the worm hit on Rikishi. The hip hop drop. Holy crap! Too cool is about to note Haku super kick bonsai Rikishi. It's over. Okay then. Uh, Kurt is backstage looking for The Rock and runs into S.A. Rios. It's like, hey, S.A. Rios, you still work here. Congratulations. Have you seen The Rock? Uh, something something habla espanol. Thanks. Congratulations on still being employed. Oh my gosh, that was harsh. We see an ad for XFL on TNN. Yeah, uh, that just started, and no, I'm not talking about it anymore because I'm not reviewing the XFL. Uh, Al Snow is out in the ring prepping for his match was against Chris Benoit, and Chris Benoit eats him for breakfast. Uh, Al Snow notably wearing uh, the tights with a big, like, mean Mr. Frosty from, from Clay Fighter kind of on his tights. Snowman. Okay, there we go. Uh, hits a moonsault. Hits two moonsaults. Holy crap, that is a Leaf Cassidy move. Uh, no, uh, Cripple Crossface and Benoit makes short work of Al Snow. WWF New York, the weekly I'm not booked tonight, so here I am doing something on Raw, 
and it's China. She is there plugging her book, If They Only Knew. And if they only knew how bad of a book that actually was. XFL is advertised once again, and we have the Brawl for All theme plugging XFL. Jesse Ventura is talking here, and I'm like, I'm thinking here, why can't we get Toronto an XFL team? I mean, The Rock brought it. So XFL is coming back in 2022 or 2023, something like that. Yeah, Toronto. Rock, if you're hearing this, you have roots in Toronto. Your dad, Rocky Johnson, may he rest in peace. Let's let's bring the XFL to the Great White North. Why not, right? And we're already here at the main event. Angle and Rock versus Austin and Triple H. No way out opponents tagging against each other. And the two-man power trip, which we would see in two months time is kind of teased here fez press ddt triple h angle hits a blind tag rock just decks him austin hits some really aggressive tags on triple h but remember if either of them break their hold harmless agreement triple h is suspended for six months and steve austin is stripped of his world title shot at wrestlemania remember that and the rock and triple h go back to 1998 go back to dx versus the nation heck they go back to hunter hurst helmsley versus rocky maivia because it was rocky maivia that defeated hunter for rock's first taste of wwe gold the intercontinental title on monday night raw in 1997 just before wrestlemania 13 and eventually, well, Big Show comes out. Kurt Angle throws Rock into a Big Show. Triple H pedigrees Kurt. Austin distracts the ref during this spot here. Lol. Triple H goes for Austin to deck him. Ducks. Flips the bird. Angle hits the low blow. Chair shot to Triple H. Kurt Angle wins. Turns around and gets a stunner. Just absolutely chaotic main event here your classic attitude era plunder closes the show here beer bath and roll credits game changer of the week it's going uh, going to my boy christian you know one of the many wrestlers in recent years that were forced to retire but found a way back to the ring you know people like daniel bryan like sheamus we didn't know what Sheamus was going to do if he'd be able to go again. Here he is again. Edge. And I'm holding out hope for for Paige. Maybe she can get similar treatments that all these folks did. And they're all back in the ring. So Christian has been one of my low-key favorites for a very long time. And yes, part of it is because he is from Canada. He is from Kitchener, Ontario, Canada where I went to college. So that was pretty cool. Uh, he made his comeback at the Rumble, as I've already previously discussed. The peeps, everything about him, his his demeanor, his humor. As him and Edge progressed as a tag team, the more heelish they got, the larger the circumference of his shades got. He always came out with the most outlandish, shades ever and then when he went on his own it 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 got even better the peep show 
whether he had that, whether he had Tomko at his side, or he was in TNA. He's a former NWA champion. And Christian, he's had the whole package. Someone I thought should have been the world champion, and he was. Not just the WWE ECW champion, but Big Goldie. A man who I believe is going to be in the Hall of Fame someday. Hopefully he gets in there. Just have Edge induct him. Bring out the blue dot, just for shits and giggles. That's it for this edition of the Fretzelmania podcast. Be sure to listen to the rest of us on Russell Attic Radio, the Young Lions Perspective, the Delight Show, and the Kings of the Rings podcast. Special shout-outs go to Nate the Effing Great, my good brother, my former co-host on the Game Changer podcast. He is still killing it on his side of things. And Nate, if you're hearing this, bud, let's collab sometime. The Ruthless Aggression Podcast just uploaded a new episode this morning. No Way Out 2004, so be sure to listen to them. Ant, the Rant Foundation, Rant with Ant, the Rant Father himself, has been killing it on his Twitch streams, twitch.tv slash gameofant. Be sure to join the crew there and tune into his streams of of Sea of Thieves or NBA 2K or his WWE 2K streams where he does a weekly episodic uh, show and it is just a whole lot of fun. Kirk Ranter, big shout out to to Ant there for that. And G-Rod, who also does Sea of Thieves most of the time with Ant, but on his side of things, he is still doing some really great stuff on Twitch. Have a good one. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Go Chiefs, go Jermaine. And we'll see you next time. Cheers and God bless.